If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know how important I think hands-on science is. But I also live in reality, and I know that some weeks you're going to have to skip those demonstrations or experiments. And so in today's podcast, we're going to talk about how to successfully skip those hands-on science moments. Hi, I'm Paige Hudson, and you're listening to the Tips for Homeschool Science Show, where we're breaking down the lofty ideals of science into how-to tips you can use in your homeschool. You find yourself staring at this week's experiment, and you realize that you don't have the materials you need. Your week is jam-packed. You can't make it to the store. You have no substitute materials. You can't swap out the experiment because you don't have the materials for any other ones that will work. So what do you do? Do you toss your plans aside and resign to the fact that you will have to skip the experiment for this week? Do you just accept the fact that your students won't learn that part of science right now? Or is it possible for you to skip an experiment and still have your students learn something? In a previous episode, I have shared workarounds for helping you complete your experiments. But let's face it, sometimes life gets in the way. Sometimes there's just no way to work around the reason you can't do a given experiment. And so in today's podcast, I'm going to share with you how you can skip an experiment and still have a successful learning experience. But before we do that, I'm going to have to share two caveats with you. First, I'm going to assume that we're talking about skipping experiments with students who are fifth grade or higher. If your students are younger than that, you are most likely doing scientific demonstrations, and it's okay to skip a few of those here and there because the students will most likely study the information again in later years, and in fact, they may actually repeat some of those early demonstrations as experiments at a deeper level. My second caveat is please please, please, please do not take this as a license to skip most of the planned experiments you have for science because hands-on experiments are the best way to learn about science. I'm simply saying that sometimes life happens and that you have to skip a demonstration or an experiment. And I don't want you beating yourself up about that. I want you to start fresh the following week and I wanna give you the tools you need to still have a successful learning experience with your students. Okay, so now that you understand where I'm coming from, let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's go through five steps that you should follow when you skip an experiment with your older students. Step one, read the introduction. The introduction sets the stage for what the students should be discovering in the experiment. It gives them background knowledge that they will need, so this makes it an important part to cover. Step two, formulate a hypothesis. So remember that a hypothesis is an educated guess of an outcome, and your students are still capable of formulating their hypotheses even if they don't actually complete the experiment. Step three, read through the directions. Reading through the directions will give your students a mental picture of how the experiment would have been set up and what would have happened. So it's important for them to have this mental picture in their mind as you move on to the next step. Step four, you're going to read through the expected results. When you share the expected results with your students, they will have an idea of what they should have seen or what should have happened in the experiment. They can take that mental picture from the previous step and let it play out. 
And then finally, step five, you want to discuss the explanation. The purpose of the explanation for the experiment is to ground the results in real science, to tie them back into what the students are learning. So by sharing this explanation, you are making sure that your students have grasped the concept that they need from the experiment. So these five steps are giving your students a mental run-through of the experiment. Reading the introduction, the directions, the expected results, and the explanation will serve to paint a mental picture of the experiment for your students. And this mental picture will teach your students what they need to know in a way. Of course, it's always best to have your students experience the real thing. But for those rare days when you just can't do an experiment, you can use the steps we just shared to skip the experiment, but still have a successful learning experience. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great week playing with science. I am truly honored that you have chosen to allow me into your earbuds with the Tips for Homeschool Science show. And I would be remiss if I didn't tell you about our company, Elemental Science. It all started with me writing a science program for our own daughter and my husband asking, if you're writing this for yourself, don't you think somebody else needs it? And that has developed into three lines of award-winning science programs that can help you teach the principles of science to your students at home. All of our programs are based on the three keys. So you'll be doing science, you'll be reading about science, and you'll be writing down what you've learned in a meaningful way. Come see how we make teaching science at home easy at elementalscience.com.